Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, it's time for the Rangers Player Show brought to you by Ricos, the Rangers Rewards fan card. Score big with the card that delivers swag and experiences that Ranger fans really want. Apply today at rangersrewards.com. But today we specifically requested for a non-player. We wanted to talk to Tony Beasley, Rangers third base coach, one of our favorites. How you doing today, coach? Oh, awesome, awesome. Thank you guys for having me on. Hey, we appreciate having you on, man. You've got uh, – you're you're really, really good at what you do. You're incredibly well-respected you. uh, in your industry and a heck of a nice guy. But on top of that, you're a really good singer, and you do beats uh, with <laughs> bees along with Emily Jones, and you guys will uh, do a little carpool karaoke and sometimes pick up oh, other absolutely. people in the organization. Who's the best singer uh, outside of yourself in the Rangers organization? Well – I mean, I think our next guest, he proclaims to be the next, the best singer in the clubhouse, so we're going to find out. It's going to be Sean Kelly. Oh. And, um, yeah, So, but he's challenging me. I got to do a country song because that's his genre. So, you know, I don't know if I can get the, the country twang, but I got I to gotta work on it. But we'll see, what, we'll see how it goes. I mean, Woody doesn't profess to sing well. Elvis just, you know, he just likes to be a part of stuff. Uh, so Kelly actually thinks he can sing, so we'll see. So what is your genre? Are you a big music consumer? Or are you just a guy with some musical talents? How does how does music factor into your life? And, uh, you know, growing up, was it a big part of your life? Yeah, I think, you know, my genre is basically gospel music uh, or contemporary Christian music. Um, I That's what I grew up singing in the church, and um, that's what I've always sung and. But I love old R&B, and I love mellow music, basically, uh, anything. But but then when you come back to the new school stuff, like anything John Legend or something like that, I, I'm down with it as well. So mm-hmm. you know, I, guess, I guess I kind of, I'm kind of spread out with music. I can, I can emulate voices a little bit, so that helps me. We're talking to Tony Beasley, Rangers third base coach. And, man, if, if, uh, if anybody doesn't think that that's a – difficult job i've had to do it a couple times at youth baseball games and i almost had a heart attack out on the field uh and in, in you know with 11 year olds and i could just feel everyone in the stands looking at the back of my neck while i is he too conservative is he too aggressive it's just like there's no middle ground and my favorite right my favorite moment for you this season was sending willie calhoun from second on a sacrifice fly in detroit so walk us through oh, what was going on on that play well, I mean, I, I forgot who hit that ball. It was a deep fly ball to center field. And, uh, it's 420 in, in Detroit. It's really, really, it's probably the deepest center field in, in Major League Baseball. So it's 420. And uh, the center fielder went back and he jumped. And when he was coming down, he kind of stumbled. So Willie was tagging. I had him tagging all the way. And so as he's coming to third, I said, man, he stumbled. He didn't get up. So I'm always, I always tell the guys, if I'm not at the base, don't stop at the base. So 
being that I know there wasn't going to be a play at third base, I got up the line and just wanted to see how things evolved. Willie actually got off the mark really good. And when he saw where I was, I guess he kind of anticipated that I may do something. So he he, he made a nice turn. So I, I saw him make his turn, and he cut the bag real good at third base. And I was like, forget it. I'm going to take a shot here. Because the throw came in to the shortstop, and it was a long throw home. And I, I forget, it was, um, uh, what's his name? But the really good shortstop and with a good arm. But I figured he was he was caught off guard, and he didn't he didn't he was kind of squared up to the outfield. He wasn't in a position to really catch and throw, and so I, I figured I'd take a shot. It was a good opportunity for us, and Willie did a great job cutting the base. If Willie does not turn a third base like that, if he doesn't hit the inside corner and stay in the dirt, I'm not going to send him. I'm not going to send him. So he did an outstanding job that gave me an opportunity to take a chance and put pressure on the opposition. So I just went for it. I sent them and prayed. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking to Tony Beasley here on the uh, Rangers Player Show on the Bit and Skin Show, 105.3 The Fan. How much time is spent on base running fundamentals or practicing what to do in certain situations? You know, spring training is where we really lock down on it. Uh, we we kind of we, we do a base running session pretty much every morning. Uh, we We really talk about things that happen in spring training games. We talk about situations. Uh, as they come up, good, bad, or indifferent, and uh, we we try to learn from so that when we hit the season, uh, that we we can just come all out and be aggressive, and just you try to build that identity, who you want to be uh, as a base running unit. Uh, you you have to build that identity in spring training, so that when the season starts, you know, are we going to be aggressive? Are we going to be passive? Are we just going to wait for the offense? Are we going to try to create runs with our legs? You know, so we we set the standard in spring training, and we've been known to be aggressive, but be smart at the same time. So we, I just tell guys that we always think two bases, uh, never think one base, always think two bases, and always put yourself in a position to take advantage of an opposition's mistake. If we, if we consistently do that and never assume an out, if we consistently do that, then we'll be able to take chances and come out on the good end of it. And so that's, that's kind of been our M.O., and we just stick to that. Uh, as far as coaching third, for me, it's just being in a good position. I've got to, I've got to make sure that I move and get myself in the best possible position to, to watch uh, the whole play unfold in front of me, uh, to make sure I have a, a, a kind of a peripheral of what the base runner is doing and what the outfielder is doing and then how it all comes together until I have to make a final decision. Would you rather have a super fast base runner without base running IQ or a slower guy but with elite baseball IQ? Ooh, that's, a, that's a really good question. But I, I'm always going to take the speed um, because I feel like you can um, – I mean, I can control the action as far as stop or go, and I can push a guy and, and help educate a guy in the moment. Um, but at the same time, when you get – the, the really good IQ guy, the high IQ base runner, uh, he, he's going to cut the base as well. He's going to make good decisions, but he's still not going to be able to take that extra because he can't, you know, finish. Uh, he doesn't have the, that extra gear to finish certain plays. And so, you know, it, it's, it, it's really you, you do want all you guys to be smart. You don't want a guy just to be fast and just out there and think he can outrun the ball because no one can. 
And Delano was kind of like that his first year in 15. So we had, we had to educate him on the you are not invisible aspect of the game so that, you know, he would start really paying attention to the information and playing the information. Uh, so, you know, I, I'm with you. I mean, I, I, I want the guy that can run a little bit and think a little bit. Talking I'm greedy, to, I guess. Yep, talking to Tony Beasley here on the Ben and Skin Show. So, who is the greatest base runner you have ever been around, either playing or coaching? Mm-hmm. Ooh, good question. Well, um, I guess maybe I, I guess I'd probably say Andrew McCutcheon, uh, coaching at third uh, when I was at the Pirates. Um, you know, because of, obviously he had some great speed but he could he can cut like on a dime like he could turn on a dime and, and so he could he didn't really have to have a good angle to to cut the bags he could really hit first base second base third base and just propel himself in, almost in a, in a uh, direct line to the finishing base and i always say the last 90 needs to be as close as possible to a straight line because that's the decision making uh base and so he was able to do that uh, the only thing with cuts is getting him freed up to steal bases. He he didn't want, he didn't like stealing bases too much early on because he was afraid of getting thrown out and just thought that, you know, the manager would come down on him. But once we got him out of that shell, uh, he was probably the, the, the easiest guy for me because he was smart and he was really, really fast. We are talking to Tony Beasley, Rangers third base coach. Obviously, we love Banny. You love Banny. You guys are very close. Mm-hmm. We also love yeah, Woody. Both guys, phenomenal managers. And uh, now you've had a chance to work with both. And so knowing that both are phenomenal and the differences are, aren't a knock on either guy, what are the right. what are the primary differences between the way those guys manage, just based from, from your amazing view of being able to watch? Well, I mean, I, I think Banny uh, uh, did more uh, from a third-base coach perspective. You know, Banny, we did more hit and run and uh, – a little more situational things um, with Vanny. Um, <clears throat> Woody doesn't necessarily like to do a whole lot of situational stuff. Um, both guys were very aggressive as far as, you know, giving guys the green light and allowing us to, to steal bases. Um, you know, I, I, to, to be honest with you, I think they're very similar in, in how they approach uh, the game. Um, the difference is just they're, you know, they're, they're different personalities. Uh, Willie's Woody is more, um, I guess, maybe quiet, quieter, a little bit quieter guy. I guess Danny was quiet too, but I don't know. They different, different personalities as far as you know. Danny was, you know, Texas strong and um, just a strong presence, and Woody is, is not that it's not a strong presence, but it's you know, it's it's more of a subtle presence. Um, so I, I don't. I mean, it, it's, it's kind of hard to compare. I don't like to compare one with the other. Uh, I think both of them were very passionate about what they do, and and, and very passionate about this team. Both guys. Uh, they both have a vision that's very similar. Uh, very similar, I think. Um, so, I mean, Woody wants wants the team to, to graduate to the next level uh, of competitive and information driven and and analytical uh, aspects of the game, uh, Danny was the same. Uh, so, you know, I think they're I think they're similar in a lot of ways as far as just baseball sense. Uh, 
No, they're two different human beings, so two different personalities. So I guess, you know, if, if you had to say there was a big difference, it's just, you know, whatever personality you, you'd rather have or the other. But obviously both guys is, with me have been easy to work with um, as a third base coach. They've both given me the freedom to to do my job and, 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 and not, like, look over my shoulder and second guess if I make a bad decision. So as a third base coach, that's – you can't ask for anything more than that. Well, Bees, uh, we appreciate that. That's a great answer. Both guys are phenomenal managers and, and great people, just like yourself. Uh, and for appearing Thank on this you. week's Rangers Player Show, you're going to receive a $100 gift card to Pluckers, a proud Rangers sponsor. Visit one of the seven All DFW right. locations today or check them out at Pluckers.com. What's your favorite type of wing? Uh, I think like the, uh, the honey barbecue wing. Yeah. Um, I hope they have that there. They got it. They got you covered, man. They're going to get you covered oh. with honey barbecue wings. Hey, thanks so much for your time. We'll talk to you soon. And by the way, don't ever send me. Always make me stop at third, all right? All right. Only if you're standing up. No you doubt. Standing up, you? No doubt. Thanks, right. Bees. Appreciate it. There he goes, right, Tony guys. Beasley, Rangers third base coach. That was the Rangers player show with a special appearance by their third base coach who we really, really wanted to have on. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.